It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello to all. Welcome to Divas That Care Network. I am Joyce Benning, and I will be your host for this absolutely invigorating, robust lifestyle show. I would first like to thank each one of our listeners that have tuned in live today and the ones that will be listening to the podcast. I am just so very grateful for each and every one of you. And I am so excited today as I have with me a returning diva, Joanne Routher. And her and I are going to chat about a mother's love never fades. Oh my, are you all in for a very, very special show today. Joanne, would you please introduce yourself to our listeners today? Absolutely. Thank you, Joyce, for inviting me to this show. And I am from Ontario, Canada. I am a diva and going completely out on a different limb in this call today with the title of A Mother's Love Never Fails. And I am an equine-assisted facilitator with my four horses and... Um, journeying on life and helping people to journey through uh, whatever their obstacles may be. And I personally have an experience which is what the title represents, A Mother's Love Never Fades. Um, Thank you for being so gracious and allowing this topic um, to be had because it can be a very triggering, a very sensitive, and a very uh, deep conversation for some listeners. So um, I am here, and for myself, I'm very happy to be back. At the same time, my uh, heart is very sad. And throughout this call, people will be made aware as to why I've titled uh, the call A Mother's Love Never Fades. So thank you, Joyce. Oh, you are so welcome, Joanne. It is my it is my pleasure to have you back on my show. And what we're going to share today, A Mother's Love, oh my goodness, that is, that is something that is incredible. A Mother's Love extends to out through the whole world because the animals are the same too. Their mother's love, it never fades. They're always there for that baby. I've seen it so much with the baby calves this year, and it's it's just absolutely beautiful. So we're going to talk today on how a mother's love never fades. And, Joanne, I'm just going to let you share from your heart what you would like for our listeners to start to hear about today as we chat about this. Thank you. Um, For me, a mother's love starts way back before 
the conception of a child. The yearning for a child starts way before. And this is not for all individuals. It is for the ones who are called to be a mother. There is no right, there is no wrong. And the birth of a child, the arrival of a child, there is no grander, greater, deeper love felt when your child is in your arms, when you first have that contact and that emotion, that deep felt emotion of that connection that started way before their first breath. So... The mothering starts way before with that deep, deep love. And love sometimes does not describe the feeling and emotion when you have a child. And this can be human and, like you said, Joyce, also the animals. You see it. You so see it. You you more than see it. You feel that bond. You feel it. And with those emotions, there is an energetic vibration around all of that. And it is so beautiful. And that is being a introduced as a mother. Then as the time goes on, you see a mother doing the thing called mothering, which is where the disciplines come in, which is where the guidance comes in. Like I said, whether it's human, animals, you see it all. How from a baby that they're so innocent and they cannot fend for themselves. And the mother's intuition is so heightened that it just automatically starts and develops its own depth as the process of the ages of a child and or an animal. You see the progression. You see the bond and then you start to see, as they get older, the independence starting to set in. And then that's another area of a mother and mothering that are kind of where you start to let the apron strings go. I'm speaking all of this from experience. I have two children. I gave birth to a daughter at the age of 17 and then to a son at the age of 23. So I was a young mom, and I would never go back and want to change a thing, never. So then life goes on. You have that bond, and no matter what, and I'm sure you can hear it in my voice, there is something that is coming that is getting to the heart of me that I'm going to be sharing. No matter what age they are, the love you have for your children does not fade. It actually only goes deeper. It doesn't matter if they're off to school, off to college, they're married, they have their own children, it doesn't matter. 
that love never fades, never goes away. It only deepens. So my story is continuing on for my son, Jesse, um, this past August. The mother intuition came in, and I knew something wasn't right. And it took three days of a process to come through. And I got the call. My son had passed away. At 35 years of age, my son passed away. And that was the most... I I, I can't even describe what happened that day when I got that call because it's actually trauma that set in for me and there's a lot of pieces that I missed from then on. Mm-hmm. And that with the time after I heard the news, this is difficult conversation. This is my first conversation. So thank you so much for allowing me to have this first. And I do have the invitation to my God, to my source creator, the angels. I have asked Jesse in the spirit realm to give me the strength and the courage to do this. So this is why I am here, because it is extremely difficult. But also, in the process of my grieving, it is very apparent how much pain you are in. In grief, the grief that throws you completely to the ground. And you cannot, you cannot get yourself back up the deep throes of grief is the equivalent to the deep throes of love that you hold for them. And it hurts. (laughs) It hurts. It's brutal. The pain I never knew that a human being could have. And I just don't even know how I have processed to be here, to have the strength to be here. Actually, I can answer that. And the reason for that is my upbringing that I have a spiritual upbringing. I have a strong faith. And faith, you talk to God. You talk to angels, you talk to whoever your powers that may be yours. It doesn't matter. There is a bigger piece of you that you look up to for strength, for love, for guidance, for all of it. So I have had that. And let me tell you, during the process of grieving, I have had an immense amount of times of anger towards my faith. God, the angels, spirit, you name it. 
the anger, the questions of why and how, the, 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 the comprehension was just not there. There was no comprehension in trying to understand how could this happen? How could a mother lose a child? Why and how would God do this? And this call here is the surface of the depths of what I can share, but I am going to do the surface conversation and because it is a hard conversation and there is much to share about the process. I never knew that love of a child can be so deep. And I'm sure everyone has heard the mama bear comes out for protection when a child, no matter what age they're at, comes out. So with losing my son, the mama bear still comes out. The anger, the upset, the pain, the heartache, like the physical, it is immeasurable. And as a mother, the unexpected death of my son brought me to my knees multiple times. But also I know that in the same throes of insurmountable amount of tears that I was begging for help to go through this. Mm-hmm. And at times there was nothing. There was no emotion. There was no All that was, was numbness and staring. So I can go through so many different stages of, I'm just a few days shy of six months. But that is part of my calling, and I know it is because I've had so many things that happened in the process of my grief that has shown me signs that I am to do something with this. Mm -hmm. I just did not hit a brick wall and say, is this it? That I am given a death of a son, Jesse, and that's it? I said, God, there's more. There's more to this. What is this? I dove into books. A grief therapist. I wasn't strong enough to do grief group uh, sessions, so I maintained my one-on-one with a grief counselor. And because I knew I couldn't do this alone. I had to face the death. I had to face my physical trauma 
all of it, the emotional, mental, physical, spiritual, all of it. I crashed completely, and I'm just starting to take some steps forward. And because of my faith and my spiritual life and my beliefs, the signs and the knowingness and the angels that come and talk to me that I know that, oh my gosh, this is what this means. I have had so many meanings that came to me. And I am blessed, yes, in a conversation talking about death of my son, that I can actually say I am blessed that I have such a deep faith in order for me to see and to pick up these pieces and these signs that are coming forth. And I know Jesse has sent me multiple signs to keep me going because he knew that we both had such a deep bond, the love, the depth of our love. Everybody knew it. It's like, yeah, you don't mess with those two. <laughs> that that depth of love Jesse knew in the spirit world that he had to help me. So I've had the signs. I've had them. And I say thank God that I am who I am because otherwise I wouldn't have picked up these pieces. I wouldn't have gotten the signs. It would have been just, for example, one was show me a sign of white. Maybe it's a white dove or something. And it was the first day that I was going to the cemetery where his stone was erected. So I went to church first. And then as I came out of church, going to the cemetery, which is just next door, Oh, he sent me all kinds of white. It was snowing. And and it was like, oh my gosh, that was the first snow. So I just mm-hmm. kind of, I, it never hit me that second. But on the way from church to the cemetery and the ground was starting to cover white, and I, it just hit me, and I just about fell back. And I went, okay, thanks, Jeff. I got the white. I got more than a white dove. And and in my saying, show me, is it a white dove? Is it white something? But flying. Well, there was all kinds that was flying. It was snow flying. Mm-hmm. And why in that second that I, you know, was leaving church did this come? And that is just, that was just the beginning of these signs. Yeah, it could have snowed any other time and whatever, but those are just signs. I have multiple, and I know that he is guiding me. He knows my faith. Otherwise, he'd be saying, okay, i got to throw a rock on her head because she'll never get them, but I'm sending so many signs But he knows, so by the grace of God, that I have this with me in order to maneuver through the process of grief. 
grief will never leave. I will never be done with grief. What is happening is the evolution and the emergence of a stronger version of me is what I am doing. So I, the words grief and grieving is definitely a rocky, rocky road, terrain, path, whatever we want to call it. Sometimes I can breathe, sometimes I can't. Sometimes I'm okay for a little bit, sometimes I'm not. And it's what I do with it and the allowance. I allow my grief to surface. I do not suppress it as painful, painful, hurtful, the tears, everything that take my breath away, all of it. I allow it because I do not want to bury it because it is in allowing the grief to surface. The pain is the symptoms of the love that I have for my son. And not only that, it's honoring him. It's honoring his love. It's honoring his life. It's honoring our life. It's honoring the relationship, the bond connection, and the communion that I am now having in a different fashion with him. It's honoring it. Yeah, it sucks. (laughs) It's brutal at times. I am standing here talking about it. It is also conveying a pathway of healing for me by talking and sharing this. Mm -hmm. It is hard as heck. It is. But I know. I know that I am meant to do something greater with what has been given to me in my life's experience in losing a son. I'm not the only one on earth that has lost a son or going to lose a son. Death is a part of life, just like birth is. And part of a word that has come to me in this is rebirth. The old version of me, who I was, burnt away the day that I got the news that my son passed. In the grieving process, it's, and this just came to me in the last week, week and a half, I am being rebirthed into the new version of myself. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the things don't make sense to me yet, and I'm making sense of it, and I am growing into the version of the new me 
that is beyond imaginable and the things that are coming to me, the biggest piece is to help others and for me to carry forward in helping others in grief and finding meaning. Yep, I'm going to say it. There's a meaning. I'm not staying stuck in the grief. Mm. And every day is a new meaning. And every day is a gift. Every day is a gift for me to be here and to move forward into my life, my new life, my new being, my new journey, if if we shall say. Mm-hmm. And that, I know, is going to be helping people. I don't know exactly how. I have a few sticks in the fire right now. My irons, I don't know what they're going to brand yet. And I am working on different things, different irons in the fire right now. And they are going to be birthed with the new me. And it is all about helping others. So I've said a lot, and I hope I've opened up inspiration for the listeners and hope and I will be continuing on in my journey and with my faith holds a place a spot of unknowns and I welcome unknowns the one thing that I said With the pain of losing a child, I said, nothing, nothing will ever hurt me again. Not to this extent. I'm not becoming numb to emotions and to people and to feelings and to life. I'm just saying nothing is ever going to hurt me like this in the depths of the throes of that severe pain and heartache. And with that, I know that I am here to experience a whole new life, and it speaks loud and clear. And and I know Jesse is saying to go and help. And in the process, I just want to say this, um, in the process of my grief, my horses are the ones who personally, in my private time, held me through my grief, so much so that I'll just quickly share. Um, the. It took me a while to go to them because I just I would feed them and that was it. I was in and out. And my husband had said, you need to go and see your horses. And I said, I see them every day. And he said, not like that. I was scared to go and be with them because that meant I was going as the client. I was going as the griever. I was going for the help. 
the day that I went, they, all four of them were in the arena, in the sand arena. And I really do follow my intuition and where I am led to go. And that, that Sunday, I was led to go into the arena. And all I did is fell to my knees and ended up sitting in the sand and sobbing, just sobbing. They all stood there. One of them came close to me, and the rest stood in a circle basically around me. And they helped me to loosen up the stuck emotions. I was going to be sick. That that energy, they were helping me to move it. And... And it was like I, I welcomed it. I, I did. And the powers that they have when they are doing their thing, they feel the energy, they feel the energetics. They knew my sadness. They knew my pain. They knew it all. They feel it. That was the probably the entry to my healing that I would allow. And then that was the beginning of my journey with my horses for my own personal healing. And I do it every day. I welcome it. And let me tell you, I never knew that a human being could shed so many tears. Mm -hmm. And this is where I'm at in my journey. And I am so welcoming what is to come. And there is... Like I said, there are irons in the fire right now that I am working on, and I do honor myself in the space of my tolerance of the day, and I, and am I able to, and I'm honoring myself. So I hope that I, I, you know, I hope my talk here has done greatness in whoever is listening, for whoever. And I want to thank you for me, for me, for being here and showing up as the hardest part. Mm -hmm. And I showed up and I'm here and (laughs) I just looked at the time and here we go. (laughs) The the half hour is up already. So thank you. Thank you so much, Joyce. You have no idea what you have done for me. You are an angel. Thank you. Oh, oh, Joanne. Well, thank you. You, you held up so beautifully. I was mm-hmm. the one sitting here with tears in my eyes and going, <laughs> "Okay, I got to gather myself up now." <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, you yeah. brought out so many beautiful points that I I took so many notes here. I love how you said it's making it's rebirthing me into a new version of me. And that new version, you had said earlier, a stronger version of me. You have <laughs> taken taking the grief, the pain, the hurt, all of it, mm-hmm. and you're going going with it to help others. And that is what a beautiful way for, and I know your son is up there just as proud as can be. <laughs> He's an angel all around you. When you said the snow, I was like, he didn't just give you one sign. He gave you a whole lot of angels that were surrounding you is how I look at it. 
because yes. it snowed yes. all around you. White angels were, they were yes. embracing you. And that yes. was so beautiful. And I've always heard a strong woman cries. So the tears, that's coming from a strong woman that has come through this battle. And that's where the tears are, is in a strong mm-hmm. woman cries. And, mm-hmm. Thank and, you. And then it's, Oh, you are so welcome. And then at the end, when you talked about how your horses held you in in your grief, they they knew when the time would be right. They they were there. They were they were waiting for you to come to yeah. them. And that was oh, Joanne, that was mm-hmm. that was very beautiful. I you have shared so deeply with other listeners that can that have experienced this and know that they are not alone. But mm-hmm. they are not alone in sharing this. And oh wow. Yeah. This this was absolutely incredible. So you oh. you did a fabulous, fabulous job of uh mm-hmm. fabulous chat on telling others of how what you have gone through and brought up so many beautiful points. I could I could go on bringing <laughs> up all kind of points you talked about. We when the time is right we will definitely do a follow-up to this if you would oh, like to. I would love I would. to have you back. Thank you very much, uh, Joyce. I would love to come back. And when I do, I will have um, some of the irons uh, set out and whatever else is to uh, come up and to share okay. and to give some hope and direction for people of what I am doing and where I'm at and I am always here um, for people to reach out as well, always. And would you please uh, share with how people can reach you when they say this this show has touched my heart, I want to reach out to Joanne, and I need to talk to her because I'm dealing with a lot of the same issues or different things. I would love to speak with her. How can people best uh, connect with you, Joanne? Oh, yes, absolutely. I do have a website. It's under Joanne Routier, J-O-A-N-N-E-R-O-U-T-H-I-E-R.com. I also have my email, doublebeauty at outlook.com. Those are uh-huh. the ways to get a hold of me. I will not share my phone publicly here, uh, but mm-hmm. it is out there, and if you're searching, you will find it. <laughs> so okay. I am uh, here. Uh, grief is in so many different modalities of a loss. It doesn't necessarily only mean the death of a loved one. It is the loss of something that is meaningful to you. And grief is so important to really have a look at it and really process it. In order to get freed from pain and not end up with unresolved wounds in the future, it is... Um, everybody's afraid of grief and my mission in part of doing this work is the word grief that people do not fear it grief is life life is us and let's not fear it that's my biggest 
piece. And then that just kind of streamlines into so many other different things that people are suffering with, and mental health is a really big one. And addiction falls in mental health, and there's all kinds of different aspects where people are hurting and suffering. And it's a loss. That's a whole different topic. But I am here, and those ways, uh, and of course, through yourself, Joyce, if someone wanted to get a hold of me, definitely through you as well, and Divas That Care. Oh, oh, yes. Oh, thank you so much, Joanne, for being my, for being on the show today and sharing what you have shared. It, it was very touching, and I, it totally came from the heart. And <laughs> I want to let you know, I felt your angel Jesse right there with us. He mm-hmm. was, he was right there watching over beautiful. you. I, I could feel it too. It was, it was absolutely beautiful. The angels were right here, and he was, he was the top of the. Top of the lead of them all. So, <laughs> oh, that warms my heart. Thank you so much for saying that. Thank you, you are so welcome, so welcome, and we will definitely have a part two when Joanne is ready to share. And Joanne, I want to tell you to have as magical day as you can, and just uh, enjoy the beauty around you. <laughs> yes, I definitely will. Thank you so much, and until next time. All right. Thank you. You are so Bye-bye. welcome. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. And I want to thank all of our listeners for listening to this very touching show with our absolutely amazing diva, Joanne Routher. Please share this show with your family and friends. Check out all the other hosts and their shows on com. Each one of you have a magical day. And remember what Joanne said about every day is a gift. Be kind to all, give your animals that great big extra hug, and share your love with them until we connect again on Robust Lifestyle. Stay strong and healthy. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.